thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome today to Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We saved you the best spot. Amen. You say, what is that spot? Right in front of your screen. Right where, right where you can hear this, this teaching because the Word takes our life and sets it on course. And not only that, while we're sitting in the atmosphere of hearing the Word taught, God can reach us in the sense of we can hear from God in that atmosphere in a way that is unlike any other atmosphere. Amen. So thank God for the word. So welcome. We're glad you're hungry for the word. We're hungry for the word and uh, expect something today. Expect God to say something to you, to give clarity to you. And you know, um, the word tells us we are changed from glory to glory. If I could say this to you, every time you sit under the word, expect change. Expect to be changed. Um, In what way? Well, something can come up in our thinking. Something can come up in our doing, in our speaking, in our believing. And uh, we don't want to stay the way we were. We always want to be changing. Amen. And changing into uh, coming under the higher flows that God offers us. Amen. So this time of sitting under the word can be a time of change for all of us. Amen. And we welcome that. Um, Of course, we minister a lot on healing. We talk a lot about healing because that is really one of the assignments that God has given this ministry. But to really um, teach on healing fully and to teach it as it ought to be taught, we have to address other topics. And one of the things that is so connected to the health of our physical bodies is this, this topic that we've been ministering on for weeks now, and that is on walking in love. And we're faith people, but if we're faith people, we're love people. Amen. 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 Why is that true? Because the word tells us that faith comes by hearing, Mm -hmm. but faith works by love. So, um, we cannot expect the faith that comes to move ahead as it ought and to get, get uh, if I could say this, bring advancement in our life right. without us employing our love walk. Amen. You say, well, I'm praying that God would give me more love. No need to pray that. Right. No right. need to pray that yeah. because the Bible says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. That's Not right. only that, it's a fruit of the spirit yes. that was put in you at the new birth. Yes. Now yes. it's our, it's our, uh, privilege to be able to, if we could say this, uh, nurture that fruit, Uh draw on that fruit, Mm -hmm. that fruit we need to partake of. It'll sweeten our life and it'll sweeten the life of those that come in contact with us. Amen. Amen. 
And so we've been focusing on walking in love because when we walk in love, many other potential issues are resolved. Yes. Amen. yes. Hallelujah. How many of you know love is the cure for a lot yes. of things? Yes. Um, if we were to say it this way, if we called faith a vehicle, love is the engine that causes that vehicle to move forward. Yes. We want our faith working. Right. We want our faith advancing. Yes. We want our faith receiving yes. what God has provided, mm -hmm. but it's going to only get its movement as we walk in love. Yes. Amen. 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 Um, Brother Hagen made this statement. He said, I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than on my confessions of faith. Mm -hmm. So he's saying this, confessing the word will never be a substitute for walking in love. That's right. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Um, and then Dad Hagen also made this statement. If symptoms show up, the first place I check is my love walk Amen. to make sure I'm walking in love. Mm -hmm. So he's saying I basically make sure I'm, my life is walking out on love's territory, not on sin's territory. Mm -hmm. There's no healing in sin's territory. That's right. That's right. The healing that belongs to us is on love's territory. Yes. So he said, I make sure I'm walking in love. When we say, and the Bible uses this term walking in faith, walking in love, um, it's talking about your manner of everyday life. Right. Yes. So the love flow is to be our manner of everyday life. Well, what does that mean? That means take every day to practice yes. walking in love. Yes. Every situation that you encounter in the day, practice a love response to that. Yes. Now, when you're a parent, when you're an employer, uh, when you're the head of a family, a love response does not mean you go quiet in the face of wrongdoing. That's right. Love response does not mean that you won't confront. Love will confront yes. when it has the authority That's to right. confront. That's, right. That's the key. It has to have the authority, <laughs> right? Um, but love is not permissive toward wrongdoing. No. So to walk in love as a parent, we're walking in love when we hold, uh, uh, um, when we exercise our God-given authority in our home. That's walking yes. in love. Yes. We're not passive and quiet and let people in our, that are under our authority go the wrong direction and us just sit there quietly. Right. No, God expects us to exercise our authority to bring blessing to that home, yes. to bring blessing to that business, mm -hmm. and to bring blessing to the, to the people that we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. You know, the Word tells us God is love. But one day love rose up and when, and when Satan, who his, his good name was Lucifer, he lost his good name. But um, when his name was Lucifer and he tried to get out of order in God's realm, love rose up and said, not here. And that's, that's walking in love when you say sin's not getting its flow in this, in this place. Amen. Amen. That's walking in love. That's a love response. Yes. Amen. And so many times people are unclear on what that is, but a love response walks in its authority. A love response is a doer of the word and it enforces the word. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, we've been looking the last couple of episodes, we were looking at James chapter two in verse eight. And James made this statement in his writing. He said, if you fulfill the royal law, well, what's the royal law? Well, he states it in this verse. If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, mm -hmm. then he states the royal law, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. You yes. do well. Right. You do. Your life will do well. Yes. Your marriage will do well. Your home will do well. Your children will do well. Your finances will do well. But look at this. Your health will right. do well. Yes. Amen. 
notice this, if you fulfill the royal law, and I like that he puts this phrase according to the scripture, not according to how you were raised. Right. You can't let how you were raised define what the royal law looks like. No. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Amen. That's good. Amen. You let the scripture define what royal law right. looks like. Amen. Um, of what God calls walking in love, not just what you call walking right. in love, but what God calls walking in love. Amen. So he says, if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. I don't know about you, but I want every arena of my life doing well. Yes. Amen. When I'm doing well, things can flow easily. Yes. Things that flow out of my life into someone else's flows easily. But not only that, what God has for my life can flow easily into it. Yes. It does well. Amen. And I, I could put it this way. Love paves the road that your life goes down so that you're not going down a bumpy, hard to travel road. Not walking in love makes life hard to travel. But walking in love, it smooths out the hard places. Amen. Amen. Um, It is such a privilege. I am, I love the body of Christ and I love the local church. The body of Christ is God's family at large. The local church is that immediate church family that God has put me in contact with, put my life, put my family in contact with. Um, I don't know all Christians, but I am to be part of a local church to where I know those in that community that God has joined me to. God will direct you to a local church. Always look to the Holy Spirit of where am I to attend? And you say, well, any place that teaches the word is good to attend. Mm. Where God tells you to go is where you need to attend. He knows what your family needs. And he will direct you to a pastor that will nourish uh, your your spiritual walk and your life in God. And I so value a local church. Um, if we're going to be like Jesus, we have to be local church people. And you say, what do you mean to be like Jesus? Well, in Luke chapter four, it talks about in verse 16 that Jesus went, he was in his own hometown and it was handed him that he is his, as was his custom. He stood up for to read in that local synagogue. Look, as was his custom, the amplified says, which was his habit. So Jesus had a habit of church attendance. If the son of God mm-hmm. had a habit of church attendance, what do you think the children of God need? Oh, a habit yeah. of church attendance. Right. It's so important um, to walk in love toward the body of Christ. We need to be bringing our supply to the body of Christ. Yes. We can't do that fully as we ought without a local church. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, there's not a local church that teaches the word in my community. Then use your faith and believe God to send a pastor to your community to raise up one. Or you have to say, is God directing me to a place where I can find a pastor? Because people will transplant their whole life to take a better paying job. I will transplant my whole life to be where the anointing of God is flowing and the word is taught. To be where God is visiting my life. And that happens primarily in the local church. I appreciate traveling ministries. I'm a traveling minister. Uh But every sheep needs a pastor because that pastor lives with them and a a traveling minister doesn't. Jesus had, um, he had the multitudes come to him one day. 
Um, and it says, and he healed their sick. And it says he was moved with compassion on them because they were as sheep scattered and fainting because they were as sheep having no shepherd. Yes. Notice the condition of sheep with no shepherd. They were sick, they were scattered, and they were fainting. Amen. And what was that? Because they did not have a pastor bringing them the word in their life. Amen. And so um, I am a local church person yes. because we need a pastor to help us grow up spiritually. Right. A pastor carries an anointing to help us grow in a way that no one else does. That's right. Amen. You know, you say, well, I do a Bible study with, you know, co-workers at work or something. That's good and that's right, but that'll never take the place of the pastoral anointing. Amen. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, there's, there, there, some, there's something contained in that pastoral office Amen. that every sheep needs. It, yes. It's an anointing to keep them from being scattered. Yes. It's an anointing to keep them from fainting yes. in the race they're running. Amen. 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 I'm a local church person and not because I was a pastor. I'm a local church. I was, I was raised in the local church. Yes. I understand what happens in the life of a local church. So it matters how we treat the local yes. church. Yes. It matters how we treat it. Why? Because that's the place that Jesus's body gathers. Yes. And, um, at the local church, we receive something, mm -hmm. but in the local church, we're also to supply that's, something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's part of walking in love. Yes. To bring the supply that God has equipped us with and anointed us for, mm -hmm. we all have a supply to bring. Right. Just like every member of your family should have a supply they bring to that household. Yeah. I mean, even little toddlers can do a supply. Yeah. They can clean up their mess. They can help right. carry a dirty dish to the, right. to the kitchen right. sink, right? right. Yeah, there is some way they can contribute. Yes. God expects us all to contribute to a local church family. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes no one's heard this. Right. People haven't been taught this, but I just, I, I cannot over, overly state the importance of having a pastor and being part of a local church and loving that church family. Yes. You say, well, I love the body of Christ. That's good and that's right, but that's at large and you don't know all the body. Amen. But in a local church, you can, you can get hooked up and, and become a vital supply. Amen. If we're not bringing our supply to the local church, we're not walking in love with the body as we ought. And Paul said, for this cause, for not discerning the Lord's body, many are sickly, weak, and many die prematurely yes. because they're not discerning the body of Christ. Amen. That Jesus' body, that in his body he bore sickness and disease, but then there's a spiritual application. Right. His body's still in the earth today. Right. That's, right. that's the body of Christ. And Amen. for not discerning the role of the body of Christ in our own lives, that's why many are weak, mm -hmm. sickly, and many die prematurely. Yeah. And uh, it's not to frighten people with, it's to let people know of the divine supply that is so important mm -hmm. that you bring and you're to receive from a local church. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the local church. Yes. Thank right. God for it. Uh, what we value, we don't treat lightly. Amen. What we value, we don't treat lightly. Right. We protect what we value. Yes. You know, people will protect their money. They'll protect their home. Right. They'll protect their car. Uh -huh. We should protect our children yes. uh -huh. um, because why? That's what they value and that's what they love. What I value most is God's body, Jesus' yes. body, yes. the body of Christ. Yes. If I will protect his body, I guarantee you my life will be protected yes. because what I sow, I reap. Yes. Yes. What I sow, I reap. 
And so it is such a great privilege to belong to the body of Christ. My, 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 it's the greatest privilege that I could ever have to belong to the body of Christ. But if we, if we love the body, which we should, we should demonstrate that love. Yes. How we think toward the members of the body, yes. how we treat the members of the body demonstrates whether or not we're walking in love yes. with yes. the body. Yes. Amen. Yes. Uh, I want you to turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles. Let's go to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10. And I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic Translation. Galatians 6, verse 10, and it reads, So then, as occasion and opportunity open up to us, let us do good morally, look at this, to all people. He's not talking about just to Christians. To all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. Do you know that if we are among people who aren't saved and we are acting carnal, we're not helping their spiritual life. That's right. That's right. We should be an example mm-hmm. to them. Listen, when you're around people, have a good time. Absolutely. But there is such a thing as stepping out of love and now you've stepped into carnality. Yeah. And you can show them that the spiritual life is the best life. Because yes. it says doing what is, what is for their spiritual good and right. advantage. Amen. That's how we walk in love with all people mm-hmm. is that we're the example we should be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I will say this. There is nothing more joyful than belonging to, to Jesus. Right. There is nothing more joyful than living this Christian life. It is a joy. Yes. Yes. And if I could encourage you in something, get all sadness off your face. Amen. Yes. Amen. All circumstances may not be joyful, but you can be joyful That's because right. yes. the fruit of joy is in you to draw yes. on every moment yes. of the day. Yes. And uh, as I travel, it's physically demanding mm-hmm. to travel. So I guarantee you, I take joyful people with me because the joy of the Lord is our strength. When we're in joy, strength is flowing. And I take people who count it a joy to travel that assist me on the road or go with me. Staff, you got to be joyful if you're going to be on my staff. Why? Because our work is joyful. Yes. And we're, we're grateful for it. We have a gratitude for it. Yes. And that's part of growing up spiritually, right. recognizing that and putting that in place. Uh, so here it does matter that we love people and we bring blessing and benefit to them. And one of them is that they see how joyous this love walk is. Yes. Amen. Amen. And then in Galatians 6 verse 10, it also goes on and it reads this, be mindful to be a blessing. Look at this, be mindful to be a blessing. This word mindful, um, it gives us the idea of on purpose remembering something. Yes. If I need to run an errand, um, I think, I think one night before I, I go to bed, I go, tomorrow I need to go to the store and pick this up. You know what I'll do? I'll write a note to myself so that I'm mindful to do that. On purpose, I put something in place to remember it. Yes. So here he says, be mindful to do a blessing, to be a blessing. On purpose, remember this. Yes. It's not just about what can I get. Mm-hmm. 
What can somebody do for me? Because it will cheat you to have the mentality of I'm, you know, I'm just looking for what people can do to do for me, do for me, do for me. Well, people should be a blessing to you, but the more you bless, the more that comes back to you. So here he says, be mindful to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Then look at the next phrase, especially to those of the household of faith, those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. believers. Now notice the word, especially that sets it apart from all people. Now here in the first part of the verse, he said, uh, as, uh, as occasion and opportunity open up to us, do good to all people. Then he goes, especially Mm -hmm. to those of the household of faith, those who belong to God. He sets them apart from all people. Why? There's something different to us than all people. Why? We're God indwelt. Mm -hmm. God's in us. That sets us apart. We're not better than all people, but we have something more in us than all people. And so he said, do good to all people, but especially to those of the household of faith. If we want to do well in this life, we have to make sure we only ever bring blessing to God's, to Jesus's body, mm-hmm. to the body of Christ and to our local church. That means we only ever protect it. Mm-hmm. Yes. We never do anything to harm, yes. injure, uh-huh. or weaken that body. Yes. It's his body. Yes. It's his. And we don't get to handle what's his any way we want. No. We handle it how he directs us yes. to handle it. Yes. Amen. The local church has been, has done more than any entity in the earth to bless the earth. The body of Christ, Jesus's body has been the greatest blessing to this earth over any entity that's ever been in the earth. Amen. Amen. And we're part of that. What an honor. What an honor. What an honor. We should bring our best to the local church. Our best thoughts about one another. Well, I know such, I know this on that person. I know that on that. Listen, God knows something on all of us (laughs) and chose to cleanse it with the blood. So we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to uncover anything about somebody else because God was so merciful to us. It's not about what someone is or isn't. It's about who they belong to. And someone who belongs to Christ, it matters how we treat each other. Amen. 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 It matters. It matters. So do good, especially to those of the household of faith. We're never to say anything that would weaken it, injure it, harm it, or do anything that would cause difficulty in the body. It's dangerous to our health. Yes. What we sow to the body is what we'll reap in our body. I said, what we sow to the body, we will reap in our body. We want to sow blessing. Oh my goodness. It would be maybe, um, maybe six, eight months ago now. Um, there was one small symptom that showed up in my body, nothing that hindered or painful or anything, just uh, one small something. Mm -hmm. And I just put the word on it, released my faith. Mm -hmm. 
And God said something to me that I had not even thought of in this context. And he said, you have sown healing into my body. Use your faith and reap it. Now, healing belongs to us because we belong to Christ. But then he brought up an additional side of where we could reap healing is when we sow healing. He said, you've prayed for many, many people's healing. Release your faith to receive a harvest on that. You say, well, is there scripture for that? Pray one for another that you may be healed. Isn't that what the word says? Pray one for another that you may be healed. So he's saying what you sow into the life of someone else is what you can reap in your own life. But notice he said, exercise your faith to reap the healing that you have sown toward others. Am I the healer? No, but I I released my faith for others to be healed. And it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't just a, a short time and every, every bit of that symptom was gone. What's this, what's this mean? It shows us what we sow, uh-huh. we reap. Yes. What we sow, especially to his body, mm-hmm. we reap. Yes. We want to make sure we're sowing, we're not sowing discord, mm-hmm. but we're sowing unity. Yes. Yes. We're not sowing uh, offense, but we're sowing love. Amen. Not because people are perfect, but right. because we're indwelt by the perfect one. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 I cannot overemphasize yeah. how important it is. Yes. It's dangerous yes. to not walk in love. Amen. Yes. That's true. It's dangerous physically. Yep. It's dangerous financially. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous for our children. Yep. Yes. Because when children are under our authority, um, they will receive harvest on our, on our, on what we've sown right. yes. just because they're under our authority. Right. So we want to make sure we're blessing our home, yes. blessing our family. Yes. How do we do that? We walk in love yes. and thank God, God supplied the love that we're walking in. Yes. We don't have to conjure it up. It's in us, but we do have to turn toward it and draw on it and say, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not saying that anymore. God, forgive me. Yeah. For anything I've done, there's not love, right? Yeah. Why? I choose to walk in love. Right. I choose. I, yes, I, I, I draw on that love. Why? Yeah. It's going to bless my life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, we're teaching out of my book called Love the Great Quest. We want you to get hold of your copy. It'll be a blessing to you. Uh, go to DufresneMinistries.org or JesusTheHealer.org and you can order it there and we'll get it right out to you. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Love is to lead and govern us, and we are to make it our quest to pursue the way love leads. Victories await us as we learn to walk in the truths of divine love found in this book by Nancy Dufresne. Order Love, The Great Quest now at DufresneMinistries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us in Murrieta, California at World Harvest Church for our annual Holy Ghost meetings. The dates are January the 5th through the 10th. We're inviting everyone to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and register. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. Jesus called healing the children's bread. Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. 
Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.